threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Welcome to Croissant. Croissant. Question and answer. <laughs> we are your host. You have the questions, we have the answer. <laughs> Maybe. We will give them to you. <laughs> I don't know how to do this voice today. It moved yeah. into Russian. <laughs> you go from French to Russian. I just saw a Russian lady at the, um, in clinic, uh-huh. and I was like, man, this accent so good. So tell me about the avalanches was, you guys have. <laughs> yeah. That's what she said. You, it looks like it has been damaged by avalanche, eh? <laughs> Your ear is uh, maybe full of the shonka or <laughs> Did something. Did you come here to get away from avalanche? <laughs> Perhaps you are scared of avalanche. Perhaps, yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway, um, today, is, it's uh, episode 107. Yeah. Q&A. Getting there. We're, 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 going. we're getting somewhere. <laughs> 107 of these suckers yeah. on the mindless banter side, which is kind of nutty. That is nutty. But you guys sent in a bunch of questions. We got a bunch of friggin' answers, and we're yeah. going to go through them. I got a, I, yeah, I got a really good answer for you. Okay. In terms of books. Oh, gosh. I got one of the best that you guys can you, get. Yeah. It is called the Prepper's Medical Handbook. Hmm. There's a lot of stuff that goes into prepping. You cannot forget hmm. self-reliant medical care. Hmm. It is forgotten in, in today's society, like in general. <laughs> yeah. I'm here to That's tell no you. Kidding, uh... So picking up this book. It is by a doctor. His name's William W. Forgey, mm. and he provides the basis of prevention, identification, and long-term management of survivable medical conditions. The non-survivable, you don't have any information on them. Yeah, no biggie. But this is a great book to throw in your bug-out bags. Helps you to know what kind of medicine you need to practice, mm-hmm. supplies you need to practice your own medicine, and survive. So it's great. Yeah. Um, I really do like the book. It's uh, It's got really brief information enough that um will help you assess and and treat those things that you're going to encounter out on your own Mm -hmm. and you can get your own at the preppersmedicalhandbook.com or just go to amazon Mm -hmm. and treat yourself to the best medical handbook out there get it done it really is a good one so all right let's just get this done this Mm. episode today first question cecil d underscore d underscore underscore oh there's two underscores two, right? yeah, that's probably two you're long. right long that's a long d yeah. <laughs> it's a long underscore before the d <laughs> you said long d i know i did you said it yeah i did well it is Cease. what it is yeah, we know cease has got old cease he's got the long d <laughs> some swear word in between there. yeah <clears throat> uh, i know you guys don't like talking about guns because tons of other preps you should have first but since I have heard you guys... <laughs> He's got some sticky keyboard. <laughs> I know. Do you have them? Do you train or take classes to improve? For instance, I have taken home defense shotgun up to advanced pistol and advanced movement AR classes and stopped a bleed. Uh, thoughts? Man. Man, that's, pre- that's pretty good. I think there's... Friggin' Navy SEAL. We, yeah, we're not against doing these. Like, Heck no. I think it's a great idea. Heck I would yeah. love to do it. Mm-hmm. So, what do I think about them? Good for you, Chase. Yeah, man. That's pretty awesome. Uh, but, uh, like, have we done these? Uh, for me specifically, no. I need to step up my I game. did hunter safety, and I've been done since. <laughs> I was 
11. <laughs> I did hunter safety. I graduated top of my class. I did. Yeah, I was the best shooter out there. I'm a cum laude. Yeah, uh, but I, I used to shoot several times a month, but that's really fallen off lately. Um, usually, like, in Me the too. summer months, my dad and I will go out at least once a month and go shoot stuff. I know that that's not enough. I know that, but it is what it is. And lately, ammo has been so freaking expensive, yeah. so it's hard to, like... Do I buy ammo or eggs? I don't know. <laughs> Both of them are expensive, yeah. okay? So, but I, I do, I agree. I think anyone who owns firearms should understand how to use them. They should train as much as they can, but, you know, cost time, all those other factors really make it hard. So just do what, if this is something you like to do, yeah. freaking go for it, bruh. Like, yeah. it's awesome. No, I love it, it. and it will be useful, and mm-hmm. you can become part of my group. For sure. I would love somebody that yeah. has this kind of For sure. skill. Yeah. But yeah, like I've been trying to take my son to uh, the shooting range, because mm-hmm. he's like totally into guns, but uh, um, your middle child. Middle child. Bennett, yeah. yeah. Um, he's nerfing it up. Oh, man. heck yeah. Did I? Was you got to get him one gun? of those, uh, what are the, the shoot the plastic BBs or whatever. I did, uh, Airsofters. The, yeah, I, I actually already have. Oh, nice. But- Tony, my wife's paranoid about him oh. shooting it, and so am I kind of, because sure. I'm like, yeah. great kid. Great Doesn't kid. Doesn't have the best brains. <laughs> sure, yeah. So we're like, yeah. it's not a toy. Um, mm-hmm. We did get him like one of those gel. Oh, yeah. So anyway. That's cool. But um, I do. I want to go shoot with him more often, get him comfortable um, with firearms, because that's what you should do mm-hmm. if you're willing to have them around your house. Yeah. So. We used to go every <clears throat> once in a while down to the range with the ladies. Yeah. You know? yep. It's been a while, huh? It has been a while. Super fun. Yep. So, J underscore, just one underscore. Just one. Jenkins, I'm guessing. J Jenkins. Guess what? I figured it out. J Jenkins. <laughs> They'll never know what my name is. I'll just take out I'll all, leave all the, the vowels. vowels. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to hold the vowels close to my vowels. Why is this E button not working? <laughs> eh, Who cares? I'll say Jen Jenkins. <laughs> Jen Jenkins. Um, I have a constant debate with a coworker on whether or not board games and card games, this is a good debate. No, it's like every morning they come in, all right, got another point to make on this. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was thinking last night. Yeah. Card games are the best. <laughs> look, look, people love card games. <laughs> Nothing more to say. <laughs> I mean, you know what so I mean? So I don't know like where you work, <laughs> but it sounds like you need something else to do. And one more thing. <laughs> You know, I'm not going to drive home until I tell you what I think is important. Yeah, you shut up and listen. I got some points to make <laughs> right so, here. board games and card games would become highly sought items in a post-apocalyptic scenario because, as he puts it, people need entertainment. <laughs> so, that's, that's his big point. Look, look, look. People need entertainment. <laughs> We're simple animals. Listen, <laughs> Jay Jenkins, boy, you need to know people need entertainment. Look, Jeremy. Mr. Jenkins. Jeremy Jenkins. Jeremy Jenkins. <laughs> um, so my question is, other than necessities like food and water or medical supplies, mm-hmm. what do you think the, the top five traded types of items would be? <whistles> Dang. Top five. But I, I do agree that board Milton games. Milton Bradley. <laughs> yeah. Um, what hungry, other hungry hippo. Hasbro. Scattergories. Scattergories. <laughs> That's my top five. I just... I just like Pictionary. That's a great one. When you draw stuff. You know? I, yep. You mm-hmm. don't even need to buy the game. No, you just paper and pen. <laughs> you know? It's cheap. It's easy. <laughs> I, family I keep love score it. right up here. <laughs> you know? It's good math skills. I play it by myself a lot. <laughs> yeah. Great math skills. I'm up. As long as your wife ain't keeping score. Oh, hell. Yeah, she 
She was giving us a bad score, wasn't she? Five, fifteen. Last game night, twenty. You only had five points. It looks like last game night it was girls versus boys. We were up by like one hundred thirty. <laughs> 5,000 points. <laughs> Last round comes around. Okay, you guys are down by six points. We're like, what? Yeah. How did this happen? <laughs> so she retired officially from the scorekeeper. <laughs> She's not business. allowed to be a scorekeeper anymore. She, that was her choice. Yeah. That was her choice. We didn't want to, we didn't want to push her out of the job or nothing, but uh, she decided. That was she it. decided. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say for me, like the top five, well, not for me, but I think what people in <laughs> general are, are going to, these are the things Cam wants snacks. <laughs> Coffee, tobacco, oh yeah, porn, uh-huh. and some type of fuel like yeah. gas and propane stuff. Like that. I think those are going to be probably some of the top full show, um, top items that people are going to be looking for. Like I agree, I think devices are always going to be like the popular, um, you know, trading bartering item like alcohol, ciggy, sugar, coffee, salty treats. Yeah, yeah, all those things that people like they get addicted to them. They want them and they want them for special occasions. Yeah. And people don't have any self control. It's true. And they're going to trade you all their bullets for your thing of uh, Starburst, maybe, you know? So, but (laughs) I think games are great too. Yeah. (laughs) I really do. Son of a. (laughs) He's trying to prove something and it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, The preparedness guy asks What is one mistake you hope preppers avoid this year? One mistake. Um, I'd say uh, just. Trying to, like, hopefully they don't become the over-the-top type Mm. that scare away potential preppers. That's really funny because I just saw another, um, how do I say this? Another uh, podcast type, uh, prepper-type podcast, and they were doing an episode that was talking about people who are more casual preppers. <clears throat> oh really? You know, yeah, that was the episode. Um, <laughs> specifically, yeah, I know. I mean, they didn't say specifically. You know what I mean? They talked about people who were just more casual about it. It's like, oh, that's great to start with, but then you, you, you sort of graduate, and you know that the apocalypse is upon us, and <laughs> and in Revelations it says this, and I'm just like, oh gosh, those are. I mean, unfortunately, I think those types of people push many people away who, too. who might be interested in at least they feel like just storing food puts yeah. them in that weird category so yeah. they don't want to do it yeah or just like just base level preparedness that i think everybody should have it pushes people away from that. It's like i don't want to have anything to do with those people yeah. right it and happens so unfortunately i think as much as those types of preppers feel like they're doing so much good of you know Throwing out those ideas like you gotta have your homestead, you gotta have you know all the silver and all the gold, and and yeah. and you gotta be hardcore. You can't look at it as a, a casual person. I'm storing pasta and water. Yeah, do I need to be baptized now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I I agree with you. I think that over the top uh, type can push some people away. I do too. I do. So that's my thing. Is don't do that. Avoid that. It's just really funny. Like when I would, I just watched that episode just barely, I was like. Oh, are they going to like call out us specifically here? (laughs) I don't think they did, but it's pretty obvious when you look at it, you know. But I think, okay, what is one mistake you hope preppers avoid? Uh, I think not subscribing to Casual Preppers or the Preparedness Works podcast. That's the Preparedness Guys podcast, so... Go do go check out both of cool. those. He is not an over the top type. He's he's got a good head on no, his no. shoulders. But seriously, you know, don't don't get overwhelmed and give it all up. Go at your a slow pace. That's your own pace. Make preparedness work for you. Don't get caught up 
in the doom merchants and the prepping media that tells you, you know, um, the end of the world is here almost. And you just got to do, you got to, you got to buy more. You got to do more. You got to, you know what I mean? Just do the best you can. Do something. Something is better than nothing. I agree. Okay. I like that. Yeah. That's very good. <laughs> That's a really good one. Yeah. Um, Noida. Um, Noita dot M. <laughs> My name's Noita. <laughs> Hello, Noita. First week of January. It's mm. behind us now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how are your New Year's resolutions going? Mm. And thank you guys for your last episode. It gave me extra motivation I was looking for. It's crazy how many... And uh, Lee Bramley said the oh, same. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how many comments we've gotten like this over that last episode. There's been quite a few. Yeah, that's good. And boy, that's cool to see. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm really excited to see that. Because like know? we said before, like we were talking about it before we even mm-hmm. decided to do the podcast. It was like, you know, Kobe asked me about like, Goal apps and stuff mm-hmm. and that I'd use. And I'm like, I don't use any because I don't make goals. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, like I like I said in the podcast, I tend to like write my goals out and I'm like, this is great. Mm-hmm. Put them in my dresser next or put them in the drawer next to my uh, bed, and I don't mm-hmm. look at them until like the next year. The I'm next like, year, I'll write them on the back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll just. Take that 2022 to a 2023, and we'll try it out one more time, <laughs> yeah. right? Just reuse that paper. 2023 goals, yeah. achieve 2018 goals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 2018. 2018. Um, 2020 so, vision. <laughs> I, I'm glad to say I'm still at it at this point, about two weeks in, right? Um, but I have been using several methods. I've been using apps. I've been doing a little journaling. They both seem to be helping. Journaling's harder, for sure. Journaling is hard. This is not easy, but... Again, I think that last episode was great, a great motivator for me as well, not just for you guys. Um, and then Lee <clears throat> asked about like exercise resolutions going. I have specifically, yeah, yeah, I have been doing some kettlebell workouts um, along with my jujitsu to kind of try and round out my fitness a little bit. It's been good so far. Um, the last one had a lot of push up stuff in it, and my pecs are hurting. Cam, I need a pec massage. In the yeah, worst I get way. you something. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I need something. So, anyways, I'm still set? okay. I'm still going. Good. Um, I haven't, I haven't missed any of them yet, but it's 12 days in. So, yeah, no, I, and I've had some different, like I have not, and I'll be honest, I have not set my exercise. I did get, um, fit bod. I had it. I, I used it for a few months and I, mm-hmm. I've liked it cause it keeps track and it, it reminds you, but sadly enough, I haven't set because I wanted a different routine, and I just mm-hmm. need to set it. So yeah, I haven't gotten to the exercise part, but I have been doing. Um, I've I've tried to just set my phone down when I'm home. Yeah, to like to stay away from it. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I I was like, I need to get a little bit more out of my comfort zone socially. Yeah, yeah. to like to break out. Like I, mm-hmm. I I feel like I'm 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 not. I'm I'm so comfortable. Just I'm done with work. I'm home. I want to stay home. Yeah, I'm like I need to do a little bit more. And Kobe. Mm-hmm. In, you know, created this gay book club. <laughs> it's not, I don't know, know what it has to do with sexual preference, but, um, <laughs> no, he, he just had said like, like, why don't we do something like that? And I'm mm-hmm. like, let's do it. Cause it's not something like super comfortable. I'm like, yeah, to go and socialize, um, outside of like the group that I, you know, basically outside of just socializing <laughs> with Kobe and, yeah. and his, or your wife, huh? Yeah. I'm like, well, I need to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. Cause 
I get a lot of socializing at work and then I'm like, I'm done after but, work. And it's like not the but same. But I need to do that outside right? of work. Yeah. yeah. It is. It's different. So I'm the same way. And, so and I've set that and I'm trying. I'm trying no, it's good. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to, we've, in a couple of weeks, we're all going to get together. Mm-hmm. We've been reading a book. Um, we're supposed to be reading the book. Yeah. There's, you have to read the, if you, <laughs> if you don't read the book, I'm not gonna let you. Talk. I'm just coming to talk. <laughs> I'm coming for the snacks, bro. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. Those have been in line. I'm mm-hmm. planning on setting my uh, Fitbot and, and exercise routine this week, and I'll post on it. You know, I'll tell you how it's going. Cool. Good. I like that. So, yeah. Very good. Um, Stacy Risso. Risso. Um, Stacy Risso. I have a young family. Husband and myself are under 40 with two kids aged seven and five, and they usually entertain my weird ideas. What is a good survival skill that my whole family can learn together? We already have our food and water squared away. We garden and can food. We have beehives, and we'll be getting chickens in the spring. We also occasionally fish, hike, and camp. What else do you suggest for the whole family? Thinks you guys are the best. That's pretty well-rounded. I think you pretty much have it down. Yeah. Like... That's a lot. Yeah. To be honest with you, I, I think you're doing a lot. I think more of the same is not a bad deal. Yeah. I think you're doing great. That's true. But, I agree. I was like, I don't know what to add. Yeah. Here. If I'm if I'm going to add something, and, and this is obviously going to be a classic Kobe answer here, but I'm going to say, why not self defense? Karate, you mean? Yeah. Mexican <laughs> ground karate is what we call it. Okay. Um, you know, take jujitsu classes, take a self defense class, take them as a couple or online or as a family. Just, I, I think it's a fun skill to learn that's actually very applicable to everyday life that's outside of some of the things you've done here, so. Yeah, I, I had a hard time, like, thinking of, like, what could you add? You're, yeah. you're doing a lot, and, really and I think that's awesome. Um, wilderness medicine or just general medicine yeah. um, information and courses, like how to put on a splint uh, yeah. and stuff like that, like when you're out away from um, any medical help, like, that's about the only thing I could add on top yeah. of that. I thought self defense was a great one too. So I like that. I like the the medical or the first aid type stuff. Like my kids, my two youngest, this summer took uh, like this babysitting course. Where oh yes, yeah, stuff they, like that. Where they got like um, first aid for babies and, and toddlers, which it's I cute. thought was kind of cool. It is. It, it makes is me good. feel a little bit better, even mm-hmm. just having them home together. That they have like, like choking a, hazards, yeah, and stuff like that, or like, when to. Yeah, um, like just some basic knowledge, and I think those things they go a long way. So yeah, I'll no, like I think that's great. Odd day here. Yeah, Tony Mao. Tony Mao. Um, authorities are recommending evacuation, but not requiring it. That's not like mandatory right now. I'm just he's just saying. Yeah, he's setting up a scenario. A scenario. Do you a evacuate with your family? B send your family to evacuate, but stay behind to protect your property. Or C keep your whole family at home because the government can't tell you what to do. <laughs> I'm well, evacuating. Yeah, if if the authorities are recommending evacuation, I don't distrust them that much. No, I'm gonna evacuate. Plus, I'm like, if they feel like there's some harm or possible harm or chaos. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to trust it. And that's yeah. what we prepare for. Right. Like, yeah, I'm going to leave a lot behind and I don't want to leave it behind. I want to bug in, but mm-hmm. I'm going to take their advice. Just recently, like I was saying with the, like the Buffalo <laughs> storms and um, flooding and stuff like that, like I see too many people die that didn't need to. Yeah. Like hurricanes. I'm like, I know you want to stay put, but get out of there. Yeah. There's like a, if there's you can a, replace that stuff. There's like one of those trains that, 
you know, derail and then leave some sort of toxic fumes in oh, the yeah. air. Wasn't there like some burning, like, there's an, uh, yeah, I don't there's know. some, something like burning chemical plant and they like yeah. told people evacuate around it. I'm going to evacuate. Yeah. It's like, there's no reason to be like, I got a gas That mask. would suck to lose all your yeah. stuff, but that's replaceable. Once exactly. your life's gone, you can't get it back. Yeah. You can't get them back. No so, refunds on that one. I don't know if you had a different plan there. Would you take... Uh, B, just get rid of your family. No, I just I want to be with my family. Right, I, there's I nothing back. Why in my would you house. separate right off the bat? There's nothing back in my house that I care about enough Me to either. not stay with them, if if at all possible. Right. I mean, I guess it could be. There could be like a crazy scenario where like there's some flash flooding that may happen or something. Yeah. And if I stay, you're home, staying back to like yeah, sandbag. I could put sandbags in. <clears throat> okay, I'm like okay, guys, you go. Where we, you know, somewhere where the, it's Close, safe. So you can catch up with them. Yeah. I'm going to stay and I'm going to start putting some sandbags. If it gets really, really bad, then I leave. So I guess it's, it very much depends on the situation, but most of the time I'm just going to get exactly. the hell out of there and move yeah, on with my life. Yeah. Me too. Me All right. too. All right. This one came from Ben6242. <laughs> um, I love King Tut. <laughs> Put it in there. King Tut's my favorite. He's the best. Best king ever. 100%. Yeah. Better amazing. than Burger King what? even. He's done. <laughs> yeah. What have you done for society, for the world, for people? Yeah. So he's king, so good. Pink King Tut. Yep. Uh, how many pairs of socks for bugging out? That's a good question, actually. Yeah. Um, I mean, this may be the simplest answer, but I just like two good pairs of socks. Yeah. One pair to wear and one pair in my bag. That's all I ever carry. Yeah. Do you have more I than guess, one pair in your bag? No, I only have one in my bag. I, and I guess that's true. I guess you have one on at the time unless you're in flip-flops, yeah. which you shouldn't I be. said, or in Kobe's case, he has one in his trousers. <laughs> you had that in your trousers <laughs> all day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always got one. I got I to gotta look like I'm packing heat. You yeah. Know what I, mean? <laughs> I got to have something down there. Um, that nine millimeter. What you got? You, you or that your man? <laughs> <laughs> it's both, boy. It's both. Both of them will kill you. Yeah. Both of them are dangerous. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Got a concealed carry permit for both. Yeah, both will kill a man in two seconds. I'll tell you that right now. Both will scare your wife and kill your husband. Two seconds. Both will kill your kill man. Uh, what? What? Um, <clears throat> um, yeah. So I only have an extra pair, just so that's you what I've got. Swap the same it thing. out. I swap get, it out. It wouldn't hurt. So I, I, I was thinking, you know, if you look at what a bug out bag is, where it's a seventy-two hour kit, it probably wouldn't hurt to have one more in there. So you've got your first day on your feet, and then you got two more in yeah. case stuff gets wild. Mm -hmm. You know, you got muddy feet and wet feet, and you don't want to get that trench foot and all that stuff. It, it, socks are pretty small. Yeah. You could throw them in there. You mm -hmm. Or you could keep the third pair in your crotch if yeah. you had to. Play bubble tonight <laughs> yeah. for your kids. You get the old light on there, do it on the <laughs> tent wall, you know? <laughs> We're bugging out. <laughs> you can make the scenario way more peaceful. Oh, yeah, yeah. Play puppets. What is this uh, disease, Daddy? <laughs> Everybody might die except for us up here in the mountains. Yeah. You know, you do that. Why'd you of... shoot that man in the face? <laughs> Why did you shoot Grandma? I had to shoot <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, we're gonna spell apocalypse. <laughs> you could understand it. Yeah. Um. The uh, like I think military don't they just have one extra pair? I don't know. I don't know though. I'm but you know about their sock right now. And we bought you have. And we socks you have. And we socks. They match. But um, that's the one thing I was gonna say is like mm -hmm. don't get like a 
a, a difficult to tell blue and black. Yeah. Make sure they're like gray mm-hmm. and because <laughs> you don't want to be matching socks out there. No, and make sure uh, put it put a nice pair in there. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't. So the one thing I need to I'd, I'd like to test more is I have those waterproof socks. Yeah, but I want to know what they're like walking in. Ugh. I bet you they're not that comfortable. You want to talk about trench foot? I feel like I'm gonna have trench foot sweat just to death sweating in them. In them. Me too. I really Speaking do. Speaking of. Right now, my feet are just sweating like crazy. I'm sorry, buddy. We could turn the air up, <laughs> down, whatever way. You got to turn, yeah. <laughs> you got to vent down below. Yeah, no. I don't. Um, the arty Englishman. I like art. The arty Englishman in a very lucky position. <laughs> oh. In that 2023. I'm in a very lucky position. Is the year I can buy a bug out bag location. <laughs> bug out bag location. Oh, yeah. I don't know where bag on in there. A bug out location. I got a place to put it now, boys. I got bug out bag. <laughs> <laughs> I purchased some property in my house. Yeah. My wife let me use behind the bed. <laughs> my bug out bag location. Bug out location. Yeah. Okay. I'm so excited, but also overwhelmed with all the options. Yeah. What would you do if you were in my position? Mm. I'd say, why don't you just donate to the Casual Trevor podcast <laughs> for a gathering location? That's right. Yeah. Just we could have a yearly thing yeah where we all dedicated go. space for all casual preppers yeah, it sounds like it's probably going to be across the pond though it's <laughs> yeah. gonna be quite the it is the jaunt for us mm-hmm. but that's a little okay. too far i don't know here, here here's what i say take it slow weigh out what works for prepping but also it works like economically for you and your family i feel like you know um this may not and probably will not ever be used as a actual bug out exactly. location so yeah. think about that um, but also, you know, look at the classic bug out location metrics, you know, is it within a tank of gas of your home? Uh, is it near large population centers? Does it have adequate access to water and can it be defended or secured easily? You know, yeah. I would just look at those things. Right. But the number one thing is make sure it works economically for exactly. you and your family. And maybe, maybe it's a good investment for future too. So again, most likely you're never going to use it for this purpose specifically. Exactly. You know, if you're from Utah, you just turn it into a subdivision. Yep, sell it off. Mm-hmm. That's what happens out here. Yep, every time. I wonder where. Where I wonder if did you buy it in your country? Or did you buy it in like Russia? <laughs> yeah, Russian. It's like yeah, some spot way up in Siberia. I got it on a border got a good of Ukraine. Deal on that border of Ukraine and Russia. <laughs> I don't know what to put there. I got a nice little tank route right through it. <laughs> yeah. You know. It's up for debate which country it's going to be in. <laughs> yeah, we ain't sure yet. But yeah, um, I, I, I would probably just look into like some planning. Like you, I mean, all the other things that you said is pretty mm-hmm. much what I would have. Yeah. Um, but I'd also like start planning for off the grid, like water. Like maybe you're going to put a well in, and mm. and where you're going to f- store the food, and then like off the grid power. Like you're going to do a solar yeah. panel system out there. That's what I would be looking into. Is like how can I isolate this and you know, make it comfortable, have power and, and water and everything there, but yeah. probably never get to it. Probably never. Who knows? Who knows? But that's probably where I That's a great start. question though. Plan it out. Good luck to you and I'm happy for you. Yeah. Um, but I got to tell you guys about Nutrient Survival before we move on. It is made with real ingredients. It's made in America to keep Americans healthy, strong, and alert perfect for today and ready for anything ahead from hearty delicious entrees and nutrient dense snacks to immunity boosting drinks and strength building shakes each with 40 essential nutrients available in handy singles daily use pantry packs durable cans and three to 90 day survival kits they even have their new um five day uh what's it called the boo 
boost. The five day reboot challenge. <clears throat> reboot kit. challenge. Yeah, that thing's pretty cool. We just it got one of those. Cool. Cam did a little uh, video on it uh, on Instagram and TikTok. So take that. Uh, take a take a look at it because yeah. it's pretty cool. I decided against all that I want to do. Mm-hmm. I want to just store all that, but I'm going to try them. I'm going to cool. try the all the ones I haven't tried. And, yeah. and let you know how they go. That's awesome. Yeah, this stuff isn't your cheap, empty calorie, bland food storage. This stuff actually has nutritional value and it tastes great. Check out their NREs, the nutrition ready to eat. Those things are awesome. Head over to NutrientSurvival.com. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS. You're going to get 10% off your order. You're going to support the podcast. You're going to get some great survival food, and you're going to be happy about it. Yeah. And that's this what we want. good stuff. It I really think that five-day one's a great opportunity mm-hmm. to test their stuff. Yeah, you like, get to see what you like and what you mm-hmm. want to bo- stock up on. And so. you get a little uh, shaker bottle, too, with it. Yeah, you do. And, and it's like you have drink mixes in there. You have a shake. You've it's got, like got all of their stuff. You got everything. So you can just try it all out. Yeah, it's really cool. Awesome. Awesome deal. Yeah. This one came from Charlie Welch. Welch. Uh, assuming they both know jujitsu, who would win in an MMA, MMA fight between Mothman and Bigfoot? I mean, I Mothman ain't real, bro. Yeah. Bigfoot is real. Bigfoot is real. Yeah. That's right. Mothman reminds me of like one of the Wizard of Oz monkeys. <laughs> yeah. Like sure, the pictures yeah. of him. I'm like, uh-huh. I don't know. I just don't think he's going to have the skill yeah. or the... Of the strength. I mean, doesn't always mean that you have to have strength, like right. you said. But but if I ain't if, going against Bigfoot, if man. they both know jujitsu, I still think that's what I'm saying. Foot. They both have the skill. <laughs> I'm just never. I'm not betting against Bigfoot in any way, shape, or form. The dude has just like he's kept out of the public eye. Yeah, for I mean, thousands of years. Fly. Yeah, he can fly. Could give you some advantage, but but I think Bigfoot can probably like do some dimension hopping. During the roll, you know what I mean? There's some weird Where'd stuff. Where'd he go? Yeah. And then he's on top of you. Then he's on top, yeah. And it's pretty bad. So I'm going with Bigfoot in this fight. Mothman, yeah, it just kind of seems like a little... A little pussy. Uh, yeah, he's a little, he's a little pussy. <laughs> Freaking Mothman. Bigfoot beat his ass. I think about it every day. Yeah. Bigfoot has got... Let me tell win. you. He wins about every, of my, every one of my imaginations. Let me tell you, this will go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bigfoot's gonna beat his ass right away. Right. He's over. Trying to take a picture of that fight. He's gone. We're naked choke on that stupid moth looking guy. <laughs> Done. You snap his wings off. Yeah. <laughs> Eat him. <laughs> Eat them wings. Um Martin Bush. Martin Bush. Martin Bush. Mr. Everybody's Bush. Everybody's today. I know. <laughs> Martin Bush at your service. It's Martin Bush. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to our home. <laughs> how do you prepare or how do you prep when you live in an RV full time? Welcome to our RV. <laughs> Martin Bush and Co. Check yes. out our homestead. Yes. The RV. We have a half bathroom <laughs> with a two foot long tub. We have two doors. <laughs> Several the doors. Back and the front. <laughs> ingress, egress here. Uh, Brand new tires. It's great. It's great. Brand new tires. <laughs> You'd love it. Uh, yeah, RV full-time. Mm. <laughs> There's a lot of things you can do here. Uh, yeah, Cam, I think Martin. so, too. Um, in, um, make use of all the space possible. Obviously, you're going to have to get creative. You we know haven't what I mean? done one on a, like an RV or no. a camper. Or no. Number one, make sure your skills are at the top of your list. Because skills don't take up no space except for in your head. <laughs> Okay, that's the it's the only place to take space. So uh, that's a great one to think about. Everything no no library. Every book, book. Look down every skill I'm learning. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it all right between my eyes. Yeah. Okay. What's that guy's name in Antarctica? Uh, I always forget. Oh, it's uh, Charles Habgood. Oh. 
Hap Goon keeps it all up here. Hap Goon keeps everything right between his eyes and right between his legs. <laughs> That's it's a nice RV, but Hap Goon family don't do the RV. No. No. <laughs> That's it. <clears throat> Hap Goon out. <laughs> Adios. Uh, um, yeah, so uh, also, you know, make sure you have all the emergency plies to keep your vehicle running. Because if you're in an RV, the nice thing about it is you can drive your home somewhere, yeah. right? And if you can't drive, right the auto zone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to test this battery. <laughs> Ain't working so great, so um, nice. Um, but you want to keep that vehicle running because that's your your big plus with that thing is you can drive it, right? If you can't drive it, can't drive it. You just, just got a little tiny it's stupid just a trailer, house. basically. <laughs> yeah, it's just a stupid little house. It just sits there. Um, think about roadmaps because again, you want to drive, you got to drive places, you got to know where to go, got a map to know where to go. Also, um, keep a really good supply of meds and think ahead. Like if you have daily meds and you're sort of like on the go in this RV, you know, and you're in the middle of Yellowstone or something, the caldera is about to blow. There's nowhere to get your, uh, propranolol. So you got to go somewhere. (laughs) You got to make sure you have a lot of that on hand. So just have a good, uh, supply of that. Um, make sure you've done your homework with a really good emergency plan and an in-depth prepper risk assessment. Again, this is going to help you to know really what you should be using that really critical space, that limited space that you have. Doing that risk assessment is going to tell you, okay, these are the number one things I need to have. Yeah. It's not, you don't go directly to like a lightsaber, you know, or... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> a pitchfork. I don't need those things right away. I need to get these other things first because my risk assessment says so. And then upgrade that RV security because it ain't that hard to break into an RV. No. <laughs> I've done it two or three times this week. Jim, why don't you give it a try? Get in there. Let's try, see. Try and get in there. I want to see where those holes are. I want to see the weak I want to see where your holes are. <laughs> I want to see where those holes <laughs> oh, are. Those holes, okay. I found your holes, Jim. Jim, won't you get in there and see where your holes are? <laughs> That's a sock in my pocket, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you you've got to have a very mm. unique detailed plan for this yeah, thing. Yeah, for sure. Got to have a manual mm. handy, unless you know your RV manual. In- <laughs> what about a woman manual? You got to have a manual with you. <laughs> um, uh, good tires, obviously. Tire repair kit. Yeah, you want to have a silcock key because you don't. You're probably gonna be filling up water in different places around town. You got a hole for my silcock key, Jim. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. The I other like thing, um, you've got to still plan to bug out. Oh yeah, you gotta. You've got to have a plan set that at any point you're gonna have to abandon this. Yeah, what if you when you get stuck in a, a one foot mud puddle, you gotta abandon that bug out. It sucks getting stuck. Yeah. Last night at jujitsu, uh, Shane's wife got stuck going out of the of the thing. So there was like two feet of slush. And like when I go to jujitsu, we all just take flip flops. So we had to go out there in our geese and flip flops and push her out. Yeah. I've frozen toes for like all night. My long. wife got stuck in the driveway this freaking really? week. Yep. So you can you imagine driving by and seeing like two or three guys in geese and flip flops? What is this? What Some the kind hell of is training? <laughs> You do some weird training there. Yeah, that's Cobra Kai stuff going on. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> yeah, roundhouse and knocking windows out. <laughs> Go run in the snow in your in your flip flops. <laughs> yeah, that yeah that would have been funny. To it see. was yeah, it was weird. But yeah, you got to have a really good plan yeah. there with like bugging out. And the other thing is, I I would be focusing on um like setting it up for solar panels, recharging, mm-hmm. and then propane systems like yeah your fridge. I mean, most RVs are set up to cool the fridge with 
propane and, mm-hmm. and, and heat with all that. But I'd make that sure that system works real well. For sure, yeah. I and like you that. have fuel backed up. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Hmm. Um, Thanks, Martin. Anything yeah. else on that? No, that's it, Martin. That's it. All right. We're going to Alf- Alfred Gunn. Alfred. Alfred Gunn. Um, say you were on a cruise ship with the wife in the middle of the ocean when SHTF. What steps would you take to ensure your and her safety? Also, would you invite problem passengers to your cabin and hurl them over the balcony like <laughs> I would? Good idea. Jeez. Come on in. Come Boom, on. you're gone. Yeah, now go swimming. Well, thanks for bringing this up because we've been looking a little into cruises this year. So oh, really? Now you made me paranoid about Thanks bit. for inviting me. Well, I was just looking. I haven't done anything yet. Hell. Just kidding. Next week, we're going on a cruise. <laughs> ah, by the way, I'm going to be here for the podcast No, I was just looking week. at him. Have you seen the commercial of that new Royal Caribbean like, coming out in mm-hmm. 2024? It's ridiculous. Oh, really? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. That's a bug out vehicle. It looks vehicle. crazy. Can you imagine if you could commandeer oh, one of those gosh. as your bug out vehicle? That would be great. Yeah. You wouldn't know how to drive it. Nope, not at all. That'd be the I problem. I would beach that sucker like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you could just I don't get know what these buttons mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's This is a tough Who cares? one. This is a tough one. I'm not really sure, but I think the, yeah, this is right at first. I think you got to immediately start rationing and saving any food that yeah. they're giving you. You got to ration. That's that what I was stuff. thinking. Like a lot of it's available. A lot of it you could probably like start collecting mm-hmm. and putting in your room. Yeah, and don't touch it. Yeah. Then you just start going into the plant. Maybe they start rationing and you just go off that plant. That's what I'm saying. Like you just don't know how long you're stuck here. You so know how people put it all in there. Yeah, people eat when they get on there and just go nuts. Yeah. Even if it was an emergency situation, like I'm on my fifth helping of ice cream. Seriously. You know, it's like, no, I'd start immediately rationing that food probably. Um and then also, do you have meds that you're taking? Oh boy, you better start rationing those because there isn't a Walgreens out in the ocean that I know of. <laughs> and I, I haven't seen that You're new right. Royal Caribbean ship though because there could be there it probably is in there there probably is and then you know make some strategic partnerships with some uh, you're really, you're similar gonna, yep. minded passengers hopefully mm-hmm. um, and then you know kitchen staff man yeah the crew that's members. what I'm going for crew like, members hey how about that uh, yeah. you got access to the freezer right yeah give me some of those pizzas yeah let me have a little ice <laughs> you got that you got that frozen water you got that ice <laughs> I'm gonna make friends with the mechanic. Let me see those engines. How are those pistons pumping right now? <laughs> How much diesel you got down there? <laughs> you doing good on oil? <laughs> I control this room. Yeah. Ain't nobody coming in there. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough one, man. Um, yeah. Any, anything else? <laughs> I'm trying to think if I did have anything in there. Uh. No, I think that's, I think that's, oh, I would be making, I don't know, like, I haven't been on a cruise in a long time. Mm. Like, you know how they do the little drill at the first, the safety stuff, like, um, are the uh, life jackets, like, readily available on the sides? I think so. I'm going to be hoarding gnomes. I got six life jackets for myself. (laughs) No, not for (laughs) myself. Like, I'm going to be getting mine early on. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know some jackie. Oh, yeah. I'm bigger. I need two. (laughs) I got to have three of these things. I can't get my feet wet. I got to put it around my legs. (laughs) (laughs) I got to be horizontal all the time in the water. (laughs) My back gets real bad. (laughs) I got to take my back pill. (laughs) (laughs) I want shark nibble on my toes. (laughs) I need my feet to float up. Yeah, you got to float. But I'm like, Horizontal. that stuff, seriously, they probably mm. have enough on those cruise ships. Maybe. I don't know. I Maybe they it. learn nothing from the Titanic. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, I want to make sure I have the flotation device for me and my family. I heard this thing about the, there was a book written 
about like 14 years before the Titanic yeah. sank. Did you hear about that? Uh, exactly called, like, the what Titan? happened. Yeah. It was called like the Titan. It was almost to a T. A creepy. The events what happened, yeah. A creepy Finn always tells it. me about that. I'm like, geez. Really weird, huh? It is really weird. Very weird. Very weird. I'm going to make this book sell like crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> it's a long-term investment. 14 years this is going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, mm. um, I don't know. That, that's... That's a great plan. I think we have the greatest plan for this <laughs> yeah, cruise good. ship survival. <laughs> We're surviving this sucker. Um, Michael Inman. Mm. Is potassium iodide worth stocking just in case of a nuclear... Don't say it unless you can pronounce it. ...fallout situation. I've heard varying opinions on its efficacy. Um, I actually talked to uh, the doctor I work with that's an ENT, thyroid, you know, does mm-hmm. all... And... Yeah, I don't see that there's any reason why you shouldn't have it. Mm-hmm. There's really no problem with it. The thing is, in the event, <laughs> there's so many other problems. That, yeah. It's just what you think. I mean, it, it's proven to work. It does protect your It's thyroid. probably really effective in very um, unique cases. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, you're, if there's, like, a, a nuclear meltdown or something, and you're a certain... Uh, if you know there's going to be some away. exposure, but you're getting further away from it, yeah, it's perfect. That's where where I feel like that would. But make if sense. you're like close and staying near it, yeah. I mean, your nuts are going to fall off. Yeah. And you're going to get cancer in some other spots. Right. So yeah, it doesn't matter. But mm-hmm. um, it does work. Yeah. So and it's available to buy without a prescription. Yeah, you're telling me that you wouldn't do it. I mean, they're Why relatively inexpensive. They're yeah. easy to get most they're of not the time. Mind control pills. Yeah. Well, those are hard to get. Those <laughs> yeah. are expensive. Now. <laughs> Now that needs a prescription. Yeah. So gotta talk to a doctor for that one. Yeah. What you want one of those mind control pills again? Uh, Fine. There's ninety. There's there's a thirty day supply. Come back. <laughs> come back and get more when you're done. Take that pill first. Right yeah. now. Come uh. back, come <laughs> But yeah, uh, no, I don't see any point in the not having them. Yeah. So I get it. Dennis Walburton. Warburton. Warburton. Um, if it came down to it, would you eat cam if you had to? N- no. Yes. <laughs> cam would eat itself. <laughs> he would. I know what I'm made up of. Yeah. What I've been putting in. Coca macaroni. I would eat it. You know what I mean? I have no interest in ever eating a person. I don't care how hungry I am. No. It's just. I don't I, see. I don't know. I don't I'm see going that down. I could ever do it. Either. I'm just going down in flames, man. I'm not going to eat somebody. Yeah. I don't have it in me. Yeah. No. You know? No, thank you. No, thank you. I'll pass on Cam. No. You got some water, I'll drink it. <laughs> yeah. Got some Cam, I ain't going to eat it. I ain't eating that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, weird. Weird question, mm-hmm. Dennis. Yeah. Did you eat some Cam? Would you eat him? What part would you eat first? You saw some pepper? <laughs> you like it salty or sweet? Hot sauce, maybe? <laughs> Make it spicy? Would you go for the belly or the butt? Oh, the cheek action. <laughs> I like the earlobes. I like the neck. <laughs> Give me that gobbler. Nick, 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 nick. Yeah. Um, oh, Jesse Nicely. Jesse? Nicely. <laughs> I could just see his mom. Jesse. <laughs> nicely. Okay? okay. One more time, but nicely, Jesse. <laughs> um, do you think communications are a sort of overlooked item for prepping, such as a bob or a get-home bag? Uh, I recently got my ham license. Rub it in. I can have ham whenever I want it. <laughs> Since I've uh, been working on building a combat. I'll get my turkey, bag. too, soon. 
Got a turkey license, got a beef license, and I have a ham license. Roth beef, level one license holder um, right here. I'm working on building a com bag to add into my bob or get home bag. Mm. I'm going to incorporate different types of comps such as ham, GMRS, FRS, so F-U-C, <laughs> so when S-H-T-F. I'll have as many bases covered as I can. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> This is a great idea. It is, yeah. And it great. is. Uh, um, I don't, so my my thought on this, only because I apply it to myself. Sure. It's not that it's overlooked. Mm-hmm. It's that it's more complicated. It is more complicated. Yeah. The details of it, the, the investment in it, and not to mention even like licensing mm-hmm. and all that stuff, it's just harder to do mm-hmm. and it takes time. So yeah. I don't over, it's not overlooked. It's just ignored. I think it can be overlooked. Yeah. I think there's some people that think I can um, talk on my phone. Yeah. I'm just going to use, my I phone. got a Fisher price, two way radio. I got a loud voice. Yell. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think it can be overlooked for sure. I'm deaf. (laughs) Doesn't matter. But it can be really intimidating sometimes, you know? It is intimidating. Um, uh, So, you know, I I think, here's the thing. I think a lot of people go directly to ham radio. They say, I got my comms. I I, I got it all worked out. I got a ham radio license. Well, that's not really the end-all, be-all of communication in any preparedness scenario. Honestly, that's sort of like last... I mean, it's sort of like down the line right. quite a ways, right? So there's things that that kind of get overlooked. Emergency plan is part of your communications. You've got to have that emergency plan. If you got a ham radio and no emergency plan, you're doing it in the wrong direction. Right, right. Right? Well, um, who are you... Who are you primarily going to be communicating with? Yeah, well, in maybe you need you do all of your family mm-hmm. having to have ham. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's sure. why you said like down the road. Yeah, it's down the road. You're going right? to be communicating with immediate and in, in like your family. Mm-hmm. None of my family have a ham radio. No, and, and so I think I'm not under, saying it's worthless. No, so I think like understanding all the basics up to that point is super crucial. Like, you, are, you know, are you going to send texts? If texts aren't working, are you going to try emails? Are you going to try social media? Do you have um, alternate methods, um, other backups, whatever those might be, right? So I just think that a lot of people say, communications, you got to have a ham radio. Like, that is a great they do. They great do. thing to have. Jump to that. Great thing to have, but there's a lot of other things moving up to that uh, before you get to ham radio. Right. And it's not just radio devices. Like- no. You got signals. Mm-hmm. You got posters. Yeah. How are you going to communicate when you can't like use voice and, and yeah. stuff like that? So, but no, yeah, that part probably does get overlooked. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Gary Duplantier. 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 Uh, Duplantier. Um, I do plant here. <laughs> I plant over there, but I do plant here. <laughs> yeah, I like to plant here. I'm Gary. Gary Duplantier. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Talks about himself in the first plan, turn. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is right. Hello, I'm Gary. Gary Plant there. <laughs> Gary do plant here. <laughs> it's a good last name. <laughs> good last name. I like that. Um, I'm having trouble getting my wife to take prepping seriously, and it's frustrating. Wives can be that way sometimes. <laughs> Not mine, but others can be, I've heard. Yeah. Uh, do either one of you have this problem? And if so, how do you handle it? Yeah, that's tough. It is really surprising to me that they're turned off by something you're doing to keep your family safe. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't like maybe a different approach of how to like get the message across. It's like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to like, you know, build a bunker, but I want our family to be safe. Like, Mm -hmm. I need your help. Yeah. Well, in, yeah, this is tough. 
Um, I've never had this specifically, and it's not like I wouldn't say she's never taken it seriously, but she's never been like, "Oh yeah, this is freaking awesome." Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Just like, <laughs> yeah, okay, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> now we're talking about something I'm into. We've been married for a while, <laughs> yeah. and now you're getting serious. It's yeah, about time. but it's more like you know, okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's kind of where I. That's where she's at in in this. My my wife's the same. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but I think you just got to keep doing your thing. Keep dropping that knowledge when it makes sense. You'll bring her in on aspects that she actually might enjoy without telling her that you're prepping. Yeah. Don't say, you know, maybe she, you know, there's financial aspects or fitness aspects or camping or gardening that she might enjoy that is sort of still in this preparedness, uh, kind of genre, but you're, you're not saying we're going to go out and prep tonight. We're going to save some money and we're going to go plant some tomatoes. Yeah. Right. You can say, hey, what do you think about doing a garden? Yeah. That'd be nice, right, yeah. babe? Get some friends. Mm. Shut the power off in the house. Mm-hmm. Pretend to go get knocked out out in the driveway and see how she handles it. And be see like, how it all goes. Look, it's fine. Mm-hmm. After you tie them all up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, uh-huh. yeah, I, I think you've got to, you know, you got to look at the things that she uses every day or common things. You'd be like, honey, I know that you love this makeup. Serums What are if you could you? never have the serums again? Yeah. I want to save some for you. Mm-hmm. I think you should be interested in this. Yeah. <laughs> if you want this, <laughs> then you need to be interested in this. Uh, you want access to all this right here, <laughs> yeah. babe? Don't you wish you could play it that way? Yeah. But it um, only worked that way. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, I mean, I, I would never use the scare tactic. No. But I, I would try and, you know, what are things that are comfortable to you? Like, how can we keep things comfortable if we have to hunker down and stay in our house for yeah. five days and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, just I look know. at all the crazy natural we lucked disasters. Out because, um, our wives grew up in a, in a mm. community that kind of had like that mindset of storing yeah. and preparing. So. It wasn't like foreign, it wasn't a foreign concept. It wasn't. And for some people, it just completely is. It is. It feels like a waste of money. It feels exactly. like a waste of time if you don't really understand. Sometimes even I'm like, is this a waste of money? Yeah. Should I, should I really be doing this? Yeah. I don't know. I'm never going to use all this. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, Allison Green, who was the lady voice in the beginning of the episode? With that lady voice. Is that someone I can talk to? <laughs> Just like her voice. Will you bring her on more? So there, um, there's actually several ladies, right? So there's the one lady, what does she say? Um, Welcome to the Casual Preppers podcast. Yeah, so that lady is actually, you're not going to believe this, but it's text Queen to Elizabeth. voice. Oh. It's a robot on the online. Oh, yeah. That's all it is. kind of thought it was. That one is. Um, the other one is actually a clip from a vintage civil defense film that the government put out. Those are cool. So They sound cool. That's where they came from, if you're wondering. Yeah. I don't want to burst your no, bubble yeah. and think that, was that your wife or something? Yeah. No. Who is that? <laughs> What's their name? Do you have an email address? <laughs> Maybe? Yeah. Can, um, I, can I do it for you guys? Yeah. This one came from Nick the Dog Barkle. Um, <laughs> is that what we called him, the dog? I, I can't so. remember. Um, Enjoy a new game by Milton Bradley Barkle. <laughs> Barkle. <laughs> well, yeah. Do you like word you trade games? bones and build houses for dogs. Do you like drawing? Do you like trading things? <laughs> Welcome to you're, Barkle. You're going to love Barkle. The whole family's going to love it. <laughs> It's a good name. <laughs> Playing Barkle. <laughs> if either of you guys uh, or an immediate family member had a near-death experience, do you think you're better prepared for something like that now? 
This is tough. Uh, I know. I can't think of any instance where there's like been a real like near death experience. I've had close family members who've had like bad health scares, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure if prepping has really, or any of that has really helped with that situation. I'm going to drop this again, and I know you guys are probably getting sick of it, but stoic philosophy has actually really helped me with like the fear of death and things like that because there's some really, really cool concepts that, that stoicism has that it's crazy how it like changes your mindset. But as far as like a near death experience, getting me better prepared for it, I can't think of a, of an instance necessarily. Yeah. I mean, the only one I can think of is there was this time I bought a drone and I didn't let my wife know. <laughs> that was a near death experience, wasn't it? <laughs> that was a near death experience. And now you don't tell her for me <laughs> anymore when you no, buy stuff. No. And now she never knows what I yeah. bought. No. Um, there's been things that have happened, and I kind of know probably what you're getting at. Is it like has it changed the way that you look at preparing or mm-hmm. the seriousness of it? Sure. Like I've had, I had two of my kids get the same type of sickness actually, which is crazy. Like, yeah, four or five years apart, but both of them had seizures from it, and that Super was pretty scary. That was pretty terrifying. Yeah, thinking of like. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for medical care and I'm thankful mm-hmm. for this and having these things available. What if I didn't, what would I do? Yeah. And the other thing is, um, you know, I had, there was a, I've had people that I've closely worked with in clinic as patients either pass away from mm-hmm. things that were preventable or, I mean, I even had a guy collapse and, and pass away in the lobby that we worked on and did CPR. And it just made me think like, what if this happened to me and mm-hmm. where would it leave my family? So it kind of made me think more on that the financial preparedness and the mm-hmm. like life insurance and things to not always look at, I'm going to be with them mm-hmm. to help them. Like it yeah. made me think more about how would I help them to, to be on their own without me. And so, yeah, that's about the only thing I could think of with this. I've never had like a, yeah, neither have I. I haven't walked towards a light or anything. <laughs> no, <laughs> thank goodness. Yeah. And there probably has been somewhere I felt close, but I can't think like nothing's coming to me. I'm sure there has been some, yeah. I don't know. When I did jujitsu, I felt close to death. <laughs> yeah. I, I, homie maybe, was just going to kill me. It's, yeah. But, you get used to it with jujitsu, sure like being do. on the verge of death I did, I'm all like, the time. I'm out of breath. That's good. I'm going to die from that. Yeah. Second, um, they're just going to go to town on me because I can't even defend myself. Yeah. So that's scary. That made me think more about, I need to be more physically fit. We still need to get you to class, man. You still need to come I to know. a class just for fun. I do. I you do. know? I do. Gosh. Because that, I think it's a little different when we do the videos for it. Yeah, it's way different. It's probably a little more like, because I'm like, this is like learning a dance. Yeah. So detailed. I'm like, I'm too stupid for this. I mean, everything is detailed when you're in class. Yeah. But it's like, you you just do it at your own place, your own pace. I was like, I can't learn this. I'm too stupid nowadays. No. And, but that's the whole thing. That was my intimidation from. That's one of the reasons I really like it because it makes you think differently than you normally do, right? Like, you can see how, like, hard that is to, like, what? What? My body has to do what? How do I do this? I'm like, you know, that's why I really think it's really good for kids, too, because it makes them, like, think in different ways. Mm. Like, you have to mentally do it and then physically perform it. It's it's crazy. Yeah. It's good. Mm -hmm. Bill Fry. Mm hmm. Have you got your ham one? <laughs> what was the worst job you have ever had? The worst job I ever had. <laughs> that was the worst job <laughs> I have ever had. Um, so for one summer, I think I was maybe I was twenty or something like that. I was a painter. 
Um, we painted storage units. Yeah, this is down in Provo <laughs> in 95 degree weather for three months. Did, did, can you just think about storage sheds? Like, oh my gosh. even being between them, oh. it feels like a solar oven. Yeah. So I'm on like a, <laughs> a ladder up in the air, <laughs> paint, like painting, but also most of the time just Sweating taping. Your face off. I'm taping off different parts. You know how bad taping sucks. So. Yeah, I hate taping. Oh my gosh. And you're making like $7.25 an hour or something because you can't find jobs down there. Right. right. It's just because That's there's so many kids. That's what blows my mind nowadays. The, the, like what you can get paid an hour. Yeah, I was like, I'm getting like six bucks to do yeah. fencing. I was making seven twenty five like an hour, seven hundred feet. <laughs> yeah, digging in rock, seven twenty five an hour. Uh, that was the worst. My boss, it was me and my buddy were actually both working for him. This dude, he was probably only like five or six years older than us, maybe maybe seven or eight. Um, he one day we were having <laughs> lunch and he slipped a porn mag. In my buddy's <laughs> lunchbox, thinking it was hilarious. <laughs> and so he opens up this, and you can see him over there eating a the sandwich, like just giggling at us. And we're like, what the hell? <laughs> so we give him back his porno. <laughs> I, I don't know what he was expecting Creepy to happen. Dude, yeah. You know what I mean? That was a sucky job. Yeah. The next day, I think it was like the next day, the guy's like, he came to me and my buddy, and he's like, I'm sorry, I gotta let one of you go. And he's like, I'll go. And he just like walked <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So I had to, I had to hang out for another month to finish out the <laughs> summer. Funny. It was horrible. I'm out. I'm out. See you later. Yeah, I don't need to eat. Yeah, there's some of those jobs. Probably forgotten half of them. Oh, I know. Yeah. Um, depends on what you mean by worse. Like, yeah. I so I did do a, I, I worked in a plasma center drawing blood, and mm. I freaking hated that job. I yeah. hated everything about it. Um, but what I hated the most is certain people donating would mm -hmm. take like two or three hours. Those uh, people would come in when we, like, at the last five oh, minutes of the night. Yeah. So it'd be like six o'clock, they'd come in, and they were a slow, like, yeah. you would have a slow blood draw, and um, I'd be there like three hours. Oh, I'm like, sucks. you're an idiot. Where was this? Logan. Logan. I hated mm -hmm. it. I hated that job. Probably Just because tons. of that, because I hate any job that, that people control your time. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, it sucks. And I work in that right You're now. a time whore. I am a time whore. Yeah. But I like to be done with work. Don't you like to be done? Oh, yeah, I do. Done? Yeah, so, 100%. I Like, knowing that, I don't even go into stores when they're like 15, yeah. 10 minutes to close. I'm like, I'm not doing that to no. somebody. It's rude. But yeah. somebody walks right past me and goes in. Yeah. Um. The other, the other job, probably the hardest job physically that I ever did, I loved working with the guys I worked with, but um, we did landscape curbing mm -hmm. and pushing the wheelbarrow full of wet cement mm -hmm. in the middle of summer, like up hills in grass, yeah. in like tilled soil. Oh my gosh, That's it not was fun. hard. And then you're like, you're finishing some cement work just sucks yeah, because like you're just getting baked yeah. and it's dry. Your nose is like dried out because of all the cement dust. Yeah. That was a tough job. Um, fun. It paid really well, yeah, because it's hard work. But it's usually um, how that goes. that's at least good. Um, but if you really think about it, and I'm sure you would say the same, probably working for your dad's the worst Dude, job. In and the, I worked for planet. my dad for a long time, <laughs> I did too. so I had a, I, I had no choice. My dad was a tile setter, so I did I did a lot of different tile setting stuff. One day, oh man, I, this is maybe this I should have put for my near death experience because one day he's like <laughs> he's like okay I need you to go up here we're working in Park City so you know super nice houses and everything but he's like I got you got to go up here and take the grinder you know like those little grinders that have the grinding wheel and you know they're about yay big yeah. he's like I need you to grind this out because the something wouldn't fit I can't remember what it was so I go up there I turn that shit on 
and I and I start to grind and it hops on me. It hits something and and Hit hops back. Yeah, and Hit hops back and it and I was wearing kind of baggy pants. It it got my crotch. Ooh, yeah. It got my crotch and, and that it, is a you know life real quick and, and it was like uh doing that like, you left like, it on and didn't you? <laughs> yeah. But I that was the that, that was a near death experience. I almost <laughs> cut you? off my junk at that job. Like it was so close. That is your life. You're yeah. gone. I mean why why live after that? <laughs> Seriously. Oh, yeah, that was scary. Yeah. But growing up on a dairy, my dad was mm. like the worst at directions. Open that gate. Get that cow's black and white. I'm like it is like they're all black and white. No, that one's got the five teats. Yeah. Okay, whatever. And it run past you, and he'd just chew you out for half an hour. That's the worst. So, man. yeah, working with my dad is probably one of the worst jobs. Yeah, no, I I did not like working. And I did it for so much. Because they could just so verbally abuse you to oh, death. Oh, yeah. And you're like. Nobody can say anything. <laughs> no one can. Like, we, like, my dad had a couple other employees, you know, and they'd just look over like, you're screwed, dude. He's going to say whatever. You're the son. <laughs> he can so say whatever true. he wants. It's so true. But if they said it to them, if yeah. he said it to them, it'd be like, well, that's kind of like. But they never do. No. They're like, thanks for coming in late yeah. today. I would, you know, I want to fire you, but I can't. Yeah. And then they just beat you to death. And my dad's like, pull up your skirt, Sally. Get it done. Like, that's, he told, he said that to me all the time. <laughs> and that would piss me off more than anything. <laughs> pull up your skirt, Sally. And I'm like, you son <laughs> <laughs> they do. They get it. You can't do anything. Either. No, you just do what. You, yeah, you uh, can't. Can't talk back to him. But yeah, beat my ass. That's He's like three hundred sure pounds. Every male's probably worked with their dad. Yeah. How about Glenn Johnson? He's good. Wow. Sounds like a NASCAR racer. Mr. Yeah, Glenn Johnson on the outside. Turn turn three. <laughs> Here comes Glenn Johnson on the outside. <laughs> now it's a song too. <laughs> That song always reminds me of. I think I've told that. Before. What it sounds like it says Hardy. He can Hardy on the inside. Oh yeah, Hardy, not heartache. Yeah, yeah. Uh, knowing what you know now, if you had fifteen hundred dollars to start prepping all over again, what would you do? No, that's a good question. I mean, it's a good question. Thought about it. Thought about it. I did. I thought about it, and I put an answer down. Honestly, the first thing I would do would pay off any debt I had. Yeah, I'd save the rest as an emergency fund. I know that's not sexy. Yeah. But I would do it. Yeah, I wish I could pay off debt with that. <laughs> I know. Depends on what debt it. you said. I'm just saying, you know, like that's whatever where you I can would to yeah. put you in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I my thing. If I could start over again, mm. I would start out way more organized. Mm -hmm. I would buy nicer shelves, mm -hmm. and I would have nice like totes and like, like um, that. bins that like I could put my stuff in because. Trying to go backwards, no. man, it's been a nightmare. No. So I'd start out with a very nice setup yeah. to organize right off the bat. I like that. And then um, I'd probably go with the water barrels next because mm -hmm. those are hard to put in they afterwards. Are. They are. And then um, and then after that, like after I bought those and some water and food, uh, whatever was left, some small bills mm -hmm. in like an envelope for emergency, like cash that's readily yeah. available. Or in a safe probably. I like that. do. Anyway. Actually, I may I may take that entire fifteen hundred dollars and I would get on the internet and I would go to offthegridsurplus.com. That's a great and idea. I would just start ordering stuff. Yeah, I say, give me some of this, give me some of that. I need them shorts. I need them shirts. But right now they got all. It the... wouldn't be a bad idea. No, because they have excellent freaking stuff. Heck yeah, man! What you're saying? That they got all that winter gear right now. They got their flannels. They got their hoodies. They got their jackets. Such great gear, so durable, so functional. We got all these knives and stuff. They got all the right places to put them. They do. Oh, man, God. do they ever. You got to go check them out, guys. They have really great, I mean, just 
functional clothing for people who are preparedness-minded. Yeah. And that's what I love. Go to their uh, website, offthegridsurplus.com. You're going to get an extra 15% off with our code CASUALPREPPERS15. 15% is great. Yeah. You're going to save it. It's money it's in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys? Go go check them out. Offthegridsurplus.com. For sure. Mm-hmm. How often can you brag about your crotch gusset? Not very often, unless you go here. Seriously. Yeah. Greatest crotch gusset this mm-hmm. side of the Mississippi. Yeah, and that side. And that side. Both sides. Right up the Mississippi's. Okay. Thomas Penis. Penis. I don't like this question. <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> yeah, it is. Kobe, when are you going to intervene and get Cam help for his mini stroke problem? Never. Next question. Never, Pete Enos. <laughs> it's part of the podcast appeal. <laughs> we're just not, we're not the your professional podcaster. I'm not. We never polished. will be. It's as real as it comes right here, Mr. Pete Enos. <laughs> All right. Mr. Pete. Peter Enos. Thomas Peter Enos. <laughs> Oh, man. He's like, that's dicks. What can I say that would offend them? They keep making fun of my name. Yeah. I hate them. <laughs> hate those guys. Ain't happening, bro. Nah. I'm taking fish oil. The hell? Has it helped you yet? Reduce the stroke, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't talk good on podcasts. What should I eat? I don't talk what good I take? ever. <laughs> fish oil will work. Just, Did you try cold showers? A <laughs> yeah. If you're into podcasting you want to talk good, eat some fish oil. Yeah. Keep some mini strokes down. Yeah. Happen is up. <laughs> Cam Hardy proof. Use our code casual preference. <laughs> fish oil products for everybody. Somebody out there's like, oh, I should get them. I make fish oil at home. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just squeeze the fish. <laughs> just drip it in my mouth. <laughs> I give me a trout at the stream and squeeze it in my mouth. Put them back in the water. Put them back in the water. Reuse, reuse, recycle. <laughs> I, t- I said reuse twice. I reused the word twice. <laughs> reuse, reuse, <laughs> recycle. Uh, <laughs> Fish all. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, is it? That's your, your turn. turn. No, I said Thomas. Okay, Thomas Payne. I was mad That's right, Thomas you were. Penis. Thomas Payne. I'm a truck driver, and the furthest from home I get is three or 530 miles. I typically pack clothes, toiletries, food for up to three days worth of hotel stays, typically only gone one day before returning home. Smart dude. I have a medium-sized tool bag, a medium-sized manhood, <laughs> a backpack, and a large lunchbox. It didn't say manhood in there, guys. I know. <laughs> without going overboard. But he went medium-sized, yeah. so we assume. Uh, without going overboard and toting around the kitchen sink, what do you suggest I carry with me to make the 530-mile trip on foot? It's tough, man. Boy, it ain't easy. First off, before you do anything, go listen to episode 150, Long Distance Get Home Scenario. That's right. This is what we're talking, this is like tailor-made for you. That's what I'm talking about. Mr. Thomas Payne. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I I think, you know, having good communication beforehand with your family is really crucial here. And I know you're asking about what you need to get there, but I think that would be the first step is making sure, hey, if I have to go home, this is what I'm going to do. You know, give them your your alternate routes. Give them how you're going to get back home. Give them how you're going to try and, and communicate with them. Make sure your EDC kit is on point. Make sure you have them socks and them good walking shoes. That's critical. Uh, rain gear, cold weather gear, self-defense items. Stay in shape, bro. Okay? 
truck drivers, it's very hard for truck drivers to stay in shape because they're they're driving yeah. all day long and they're eating all day long because you got to stay awake, you got to stay alert, you yeah. get bored. It's just tough for them. Yeah, it's not easy. So stay in shape. Yeah, I don't really have a lot more to add to that because that's pretty much what I would have said. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the protection in case you run into idiots and people along the mm-hmm. way. Good, yeah. good set of shoes ones that aren't brand new, like you want them broken in and yeah. comfortable. I've made that mistake too many times. For sure. Um, cell phone charger, cell phone booster, things to keep the communications up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, I don't, you know, I guess, I don't know if we even mentioned it. You can probably get like a little portable or um, pack away bike type thing so oh, yeah. you can cruise That's a little faster. Not even a bad skateboard idea. or a longboard. I think we talked about longboards or scooters. I think we did. I do remember long. I think a scooter now. wouldn't be bad either. No. You got a big old cab. Electric. You got a big old trailer. Yeah. Put what about those electric scooters? Those things yeah. go, dude. So I'm like, man, I would look to that kind of stuff. A little trailer behind your electric scooter. Get a, get a hitch on there. Yeah. Yeah. You should, Heck probably yeah. still deliver your goods. You drop them off down at the Walmart facility. <laughs> yeah. Keep on going home. There, there you go. There you go. Yep. Um, Nick Ryan. Mm-hmm. Quarterback for number Jack Ryan. Yeah. Nick Ryan. Jack Ryan's little brother. <laughs> yeah. What would be better? What would be Works a at better? Home Depot, probably. <laughs> just, I ain't as exciting of a life for me. I don't know my old brother Jack. He does a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> the secret agent and everything. I was manager of Radio Shack that went under. And now I work over here. I'm a Home Depot system manager. Good hours. Great pay. PTO. Man, yeah. You know, I'm retired sixties. Is nobody's shooting at me. I don't have to work around nuclear, yeah. you know, weapons. <laughs> I don't communicate with the Russians to, to you know, diffuse situations. I don't yeah. have to do any of that. Hell, everybody likes what he's doing, but you I gotta look. Customer service don't get find their hammer. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I got to deal with customers <laughs> here and there. Okay, Nick Ryan. Nick Ryan, <laughs> how you doing? How you doing? Assistant manager. Not to be confused with Jack Ryan. Jack's my older brother. Um. What would be uh, a better Call of Duty map? Yeah. I actually kind of like this. That's a good question. The Burbs neighborhood, mm. Perfection Valley, where mm. Tremors was, um, under Denver Airport. That would be such a good one. Uh, Skinwalker Ranch. Mm. Skinwalker Ranch would be cool. I said, um, I said Skinwalker Ranch could be a mm. really good map. I'd like open more open range um, yeah. boards, just because of my gun style. Yeah. I usually You're like a sniper. I, I am a sniper. Marksman guns are like my thing if I play. Um, so I, I like open range. I like to pop people off before they get close. See, I always loved, what was the neighborhood one in that one? It was a black Nuketown. ops. Newtown. Yeah, Newtown. Newtown's I loved awesome. It. So much fun. Yeah. It was my favorite map. So I feel like the Burbs would be that pretty close. That is a great map. Uh, like, to I like Newtown. It. Uh, so. it, it, Burbs would be so fun. That's, Dude, That's yeah. a good idea. Mayfield Place map. Um, yeah. Be really good. And then second would be Denver That Airport. was my second too. Yeah. That would be such a good map. I'm surprised they don't have that. But I mean, Perfection Valley would be pretty fun if you actually had That's a tremors. very open one too. Like if you driving had around old trucks and yeah. like. Shooting out of camper windows, and, and if stuff. you run onto the sand, a tremor See, comes. Yeah, and that's to get what you. I put. I'm like, if you, why don't that would be? Oh yeah, fun. It would be fun. You can't be on the ground very long, I'm gonna die. That's right. But What's if it? this is Activision scouting, you <laughs> bastard better give us a cut. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. Um, uh, read Mad Dog Brown. <laughs> I was like, I was trying to read this as if it was like a read Mad Dog Brown. Is that like <laughs> Mad Dog meaning something? <laughs> yeah, Mad Dog. They call me Mad Dog Brown. Yeah, not Bandana Brown. Bandana brand. <laughs> Bandana. Uh, podcast pocket dump. Oh, oh I saw this too. Crap. I, I don't have a lot with me today. Um, I do have the Kaiser 
Um, knife. That's a good knife. Dude, I love this knife. Beauty. I do. I love it. I got the Kaiser. Um, I got my um, dangle wallet. I've got my keys. I got my dang good wallet. Dang good one. I got my keys, and you know, my keys have some tools on them. Yep. Nothing, too, nothing too exciting. Yeah, I'm wearing scrub pants, so that's kind of awkward. Mm. Got a pan yeah. from the hospital. Stole okay. it. Okay. Got uh, a light. So it's a tactical light, though. Oh, yeah. But I use it all the time. Look at people's holes. <laughs> <laughs> it's cavernous in here. <laughs> you got a lot going on in here. Yeah. Um, I also have a tuning fork. <laughs> do you use that a yeah. lot? Let's see. That so, probably hurts. So what do you do that? To what test you... if they have fluid in their ears. And Does it start loss. to bubble? <laughs> it's frothing in there. I can see it frothing up in there. No, um, yeah, if you just hold it in the back and, mm -hmm. and in the front, if they have better air conduction versus ah. um, bone conduction, that's the only test. That, it's a very weird. simple one, but then I'm like, oh, you need a hearing test. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I just look cool. Bang! <laughs> Hold it up to their head. Now I want to hear Your some harmonies. are coming out. Yeah. Harmonies. Yeah. <laughs> just make it look like I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Let's put it on the front tooth. <laughs> you feel that? It goes right up both nose Do holes. You feel that? Ding! <laughs> right up the nose holes. Yeah, both of them. <laughs> yeah, looks like I knew you had that problem. Ah, you got a snotty nose. <laughs> Mm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Um, that was my pocket dump. Yeah, that good was job. it. Yeah. Good job. Pins and oh, I have fingernail clippers too. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> you never know. You never know. They get clipped them today. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Stephenson. Stephenson. My family loves visiting national parks. Cool. Which national park would you choose if you had to survive in one with your family for a month? Ooh, that's a good. One. That's a question. That's a good one. Would you go with Cam? I so, um, the I do fear having a lot of people around, mm -hmm. but Yellowstone's very big. Yellowstone has some hot pots. Yellowstone has a ton of animals that are partially tame. They have a caldera too, and they have a bunch of buffalo. I think you could live off the land quite well mm -hmm. in Yellowstone if okay. you're an outdoorsman and yeah. spent like I think Yellowstone would probably be a really good pick. It's huge for one, like where all the people are. Mm -hmm. Like that's a tiny portion of it. Yeah, sure. Like the roads and stuff. Mm -hmm. All the other stuff, man. The buffalo are like, you're gonna feed me, boom. Yeah, and you can eat them. I, what, are you gonna like wrestle them down? I don't shoot know. them. Okay, I'm gonna make my own bow. Yeah, that's you. You. But are. I don't know. I think the land there is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um. So I, I went with Yellowstone. That's a good one. If the call there, I, I'm a, it's going to kill me. I mean, yeah. I'd have to live in another country for it to not affect me. Pretty much. Me. Well, you still would get affected, though. So I did a little Googling. I'm not I, worried about it. And I Googled which national park has the least amount of foot traffic. This came up at some point in another Oh, did it podcast. really? Yes. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I remember looking at it. National Park of American Samoa. So it's still a national park. Or maybe we were, I think it came up in locations to survive. Oh, really? I didn't I know that. I think it came up. Okay. Well, good. Anyway. So only 8,500 visitors a year. That's insane. Like, I'm going there. Zions gets that before noon. <laughs> That's so In true. one day. I bet you Yosemite is the same. Zions is insane. Like, it's just ridiculous. Um, it usually has pretty great weather. It's on an island away yeah, from people. It's a little neutral. 991 species of Ooh. fish. Yummy. Dang, that's yeah. So see, I'm going. I'm going with National Park of American Samoa. Yeah, um, okay. I don't know how to live on tropical. Stuff, I don't either, so. but I'll, well, I'll have to figure it out. But that 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 sounds like a yeah. nice one. Probably be more comfortable for the family. Yeah, exactly. Yellowstone's a little bit in the, in the winter. It's going to be chilly. 
Yeah. Uh, Pete, Ur, uh, if you guys ever looked into beekeeping, my family has an apiary in Europe for a few generations, and it has been a source of income, medicinal substances, natural sweetener, and has contributed to keeping the local plants healthy and diverse due to the constant pollination going on. I've been reading the Beekeeper's Bible recently and can't wait to set up my own beekeeping operation in Colorado to help with the dwindling worldwide bee population. Um, no, I, my wife wants bees so bad, um, but it just doesn't make sense for us right now. But I think they'd be a great pet prep and honey is the best thing in the world. So, yeah, no, I, uh, we've looked at it too. Um, our neighbors one yard over or like two, I guess two houses down, mm-hmm. they have bees and I'm like, I don't want to breed bees with other bees. They have them like in their yard. They do. Yeah. Is that They legal? share us some honey. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, wow. I don't think they listen to this, but no. I think it's not. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's the thing. I don't have a good setup. Yeah. Plus, if I added that to theirs, man, kids, it'd be like a nut house. Oh, yeah. Freaking bees everywhere. Yeah, that's crazy. And so um, yeah. I think it would be awesome to I do. I do, too. And I was thinking, I'm going to have a wasp farm. Who would ever come to Nobody. bother your house if you have uh-uh. wasps everywhere? No. It's a good idea. And just have a sign outside. Wasps. <laughs> wasps. Live here. Yeah. Danger. Wasps. Wasps are I would be us. like, screw that house. No, I'll go somewhere else. So, That's anyway. Good. Yeah. Um, Wookie Cookie 75. Wookie Cookie. Wookie Cookie. You guys need to do an entire episode on the restaurants in Vernal. Start with Cam's Mexican restaurant. It was delicious. Dude, these these always <laughs> creep me out. I don't know why it's creepy. <laughs> yeah. But they're kind of creepy, right? Yeah, they it's are. Like, it's like they're telling you, like, I, I'm near you. It, I, I, you know what I mean? <laughs> like that's what they're saying in like a roundabout I, I, way. Yeah, it is kind of a creepy thing. Hey guys, you should talk about your bedroom windows a little more. They're <laughs> dirty. I can't see your bed. How often do you guys wash your windows? <laughs> it's about time. Yeah. Your wife looks real pretty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's creepy. So that's um, all right though. Wookie we cookie. could maybe, I guess. I guess we could do more. That, that. restaurant is good. It's delicious, but it's too expensive. But is it now. good when it comes up or when it goes down? <laughs> exactly. So, uh, how about the real Chris Hartwig, not the Thereal. fake one? Thereal. Thereal. Uh The world has changed. SHGF has come and gone, and now man lives in the wild because the cities have become a toxic wasteland. Ammo is almost impossible to get, so guns are a little more than paperweights. The bow and arrow is now the primary weapon for survival and defense of these three choices. Recurve, compound, or crossbow, which is your preference and why? Well, the only one I know is a compound. Bow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember in um, uh, Boy Scouts trying to shoot just a recurve, and yeah. I couldn't do anything. It's with so it. hard. I'm yeah. Boing, shooting it, it straight it's up. It's definitely um, a skill you have to learn. Be sweet to yeah. learn. It, but. I'm going to go with compound. But I do have a crossbow. Yeah. And, and they're pretty easy. I just think the, the, like finding ammo and and, mm-hmm. and arrows and stuff for a compound is going to be easier than a crossbow. Probably. A bolt is going to be tough to come by. They're not easy to come by. Yeah. So that's what I said. Yeah, I like it. Um, uh, Forward flash. T- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that got in there. Tall golf, golfer coop. Mm. Tall golfer coop. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever done a prepper's intervention on someone consuming negative information and buying too much gear? Yeah, it was on myself. <laughs> That's a good. Uh, no, I have not. But other than that, no. My wife tries to do it. Yeah. To me too, all the time. Yeah. You don't need another backpack. Yeah. That's how she's saying. For me, it's like the negative information part, man. Like I just I tell myself, stop doing it, dumb dumb. Yeah. Quit it. <laughs> yeah. Idiot. Exactly. Yeah. Um, guys, that's all the questions we have. But we do have the latest battle box that we'd like to tell you about. Um, so why don't we just hit that up right now? Yeah, it's in there somewhere. Should be. 
Hopefully. No worries. This is uh, Battle Box Mission 95. We're getting close to 100. How crazy is that? The first item in the basic box is the Aqua Tabs. 397 milligram tablets. There's 100 that, of them in there. That's freaking awesome. 100 of them. great. Yeah. Um, the Wooks All-in-One Tactical Gear Cleaner. Gotta keep your gear clean, boys. Clean up your gear. Uh, and then we got the Camo Core Chamois Bundle. It's got like a field chamois. Sham wow. It's got a kitchen chamois. And it's got a... Ain't no sham. Gammy chamois. Those are cool. Um, and then the advanced box, we have the bone dry rust prevention handgun case. So you put your gun in there, your handgun in there, and it won't rust. Yeah, if you're shooting underwater, mm. put your gun in here, Always. it'll just dry out. Always. That's pretty cool. Then we in the pro box, we have the Climate Wild Aspen 20 sleeping bag. How cool is that, man? You're sleeping. That's pretty freaking awesome. Um, and then the Pro Plus, Spider-Co Resilience, lightweight. Wow. Look at that big old hog. Yeah, big old hog. Spider That's the Co biggest Spider-Co yeah. I have ever seen. It's a beaster, isn't it? But it's yeah. still, like, lightweight. Yeah, it is really lightweight. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't they have some of the nicest flipping. They do. This is the nicest flipping knife. Yeah, flipping, eh? I just like that little thumb hole. Yeah. Cool. That's cool. sweet. So that's, uh, latest Battle Box. Use our code Casual Peppers. You're gonna get a free knife. Pretty cool. That is pretty cool. That's it, guys. Thank you so much for sending in your questions. Thank you for subscribing. Please uh, subscribe if you haven't. Go check out the Bugging Out podcast. If you haven't listened to that yet, that's us doing other podcasting stuff. It's pretty cool. That is pretty um, cool. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, uh, YouTube, mm -hmm. all the places. Right? well Online. Yeah. Uh, ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves Online. And Alta Vista. Alta Vista. All right, guys. Thanks. Stay survived.